Welcome, welcome, welcome to Basketball Heads Live. I'm your host, Glenn Poole Harding. And tonight, we are celebrating the life of my former player and student, Clayton C.J. Hemingway. 2017, Clayton was gunned down in a senseless act of violence. He wasn't a gang member. He wasn't a street guy. He just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. But hey, a kid shouldn't be outside of his building where he lives. It's getting very dangerous out there. And it's sad to say that one of our own was taken away from us. I want to send a big salute to Mrs. Boyd and Mr. Hemingway. Keep fighting and stay strong. And anyone that has any information about the murder of Clayton C.J. Hemingway, please contact Crime Stoppers at 1-800-577-8477. There's a $10,000 reward for anyone who has the correct information. With saying that, let's start the show. Rest in peace, CJ. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? ready? Yes. 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 You have you just stepped out into, into the world, world of chaos. chaos. Where everybody, Where everybody goes, goes hard. basketball 
What better way to destroy the sport of basketball by destroying the Mecca first? Listen to this. They said they was going to have a schedule set for the coaches and athletic directors on the 15th. You know when they got those schedules? About two days ago. Facts. Because you won, right, coach? I be know what I get all the information. It's crazy. It don't make no sense. Then you got the kids playing in the park. Now, we all for summer basketball, and we love our summer outdoor basketball. But this is a PSAL sanctioned event, and you got some kids playing in the park. And the mayor and the governor opened up. All you had to do was just go back to the schools with no spectators. I'm a dean of a school, so I'm telling you, you could, you could pull it off. So true. Two refs, two refs, scorekeeper, somebody do the books, and the two teams. There you go. At night, not only that, coach, they're giving the kids a six-game season. Six-game season? Teams, some teams, it takes them six games just to, to jail. These kids ain't been in no gym. Like Boom. the CHSA. Season my old. daughter plays at my daughter plays at NAS. They did it out at Island Garden. Parents got to go and everything. And they played six, seven games, live stream, but it was inside. But it was live stream. Everything was live stream. They did it for the boys, too. Just do it with no spectators. A ain't nothing wrong with doing it with no spectators. Live stream is so the parents can see. Facts. Facts. So real. Yeah, like uh, my man Coach Pratt said. They can do six Facts. They can. Facts. In Brooklyn, you got you got achievement first. Got two gyms in one building, and uncommon charter. And a that's right there. So that's two gyms. You right. can add South Shore as another one because it's a big school. Yeah, Queens, you can go to Elmcore Center. You can go to Elmcore and Queens if you want a neutral site. Facts. The Bronx got the Gauchos. They can find something in Manhattan. What's good, bro? What's good? What's, What's up, good, man? What's going on, man? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I, I had to jump in on this, man. I hear what y'all talking about. Um, you know, the the, the PSAL, man. They, I don't know what they're doing, honestly. Like I, I really don't. I'm telling you, the fix is in. I don't think people are really seeing it. I'm seeing it from a different level. I, I saw it when they created the G League. Mm -hmm. People think that's a helping hand, but that's to slow those kids down. Slow them down. Just, By the time they get up to the league, you got two or three good years from them. Get them out, bring them some more. But these kids, you got these kids that's been in the house all year. That's been, they want to do something. And you see the teams that's in it. You got a lot of ADs, you got a lot of B teams not allowed to play in it. They just playing. So what you doing? How are you helping these kids? Six games, six games outside. You play you play more games where you were Rucker or Dykeman for a season. Facts. Facts. <laughs> you play Facts. more games in the regular season. They give them six. Now, and check this out. Check this out. I, I got a schedule right in front of me, right? It says Lincoln versus Grady. Lincoln hasn't played against Grady in years. And that's... <laughs> I'm not saying you can't, uh, a double A can't play against the A's first game at uh, Lindauer Park. Scholars Academy versus William Grady. 
I guess this is Grady's schedule. Lindau Park, Marine Park, Lindau Park, Marine Park. In one week, their season is over. Yeah, and then what's the crazy thing? You see that print? They playing at like 11.30 in the morning. Yes. What, do these things go to school? What? <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning. Like, they, they just don't got to go to class. Wait, they, there's no classes? No, this is weekends. This is all weekends. <laughs> oh, weekends. Oh, okay. no, weekends. But, fellas, oh, here's the deal. So, so that means, yeah, I hope they got permits for all those pumps. <laughs> Now, this is this is what's here's gonna be the unfortunate thing, right? It's inevitable. We all play ball, we all hoop. It's not an intentional thing. Somebody gonna get hurt. And it ain't gonna have to be something major. It's not gonna have to be anything major. You let in the first weekend, again, as D said, no nobody's been in the gym, nobody's been working out. You let two or three kids twist an ankle. They shut it down. Because they're not going to open themselves up to these lawsuits and these things that are going to come from this. Yeah. All right. Now, what about this? Game at 1 o'clock or 2.30 on the weekend. There's beef in the neighborhood. Where the guys going to run to for safety? They're going to run to the park where everybody's at. Now you bring the drama of the neighborhood to the park. To the park. And like they said, unlike the gym where you can close that off and make sure that the, the no spectators get in, you can't prevent that in the park situation. Well, they better have police and school safety out there. First of all, my question is, how you get these kids to commit to these weekend games. They got AAU playing. That's playing Exactly. AAU. I heard some that they're not playing. I'm going to give well, up. What day? Especially <laughs> if you're a senior. Right. So here's the deal. I'm going to give up an opportunity to go my AAU program and play, whether it's whether there's coaches in the building or the, or the, or the event is live streamed or coaches got access to purchase the ability to watch, I'm going to give that up to go play in a park right? in the hood. Yeah, no, it's just not going to happen. Now, listen to this. Listen to this, fellas. Uh, the PSAL sent a letter out to coaches and athletic directors. It didn't have anyone's name attached to it because no one wants their name attached to this. <laughs> right? It says to PSAL coaches and athletic directors, in our continual effort to provide safe, competitive outdoor opportunities within the PSL hybrid sports. They didn't say games. You know that they didn't say games. Mm -hmm. Right? We have been and will continue to work with the New York City Parks Department and NYPD to identify appropriate outdoor host sites. Our goal is to provide a competitive schedule which will include weekend competition dates for the remainder of the school year. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I, just spoke to, I just spoke to Ramel Lloyd. Remember Rockland with the Cardinal Hayes? Yeah. So you know, he yes. lived in Cali. Cali was like New York. They were shut down. So what Cali is doing 
during the week, they're playing their high school games inside, and on the weekend, they know these kids play AAU. Cali playing Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because they know them kids travel Friday to Monday. That's smart. This is why they and need they play inside. They playing inside because his son goes to Sierra Canyon now. That's crazy. Now, another thing, Rich Cossett, uh he said that the PSL should do is provide some kind of senior showcase game because the the, the people that's going to get hurt the most, all the players are going to get hurt the most, but these seniors, how are they going to showcase their skills? Now, they should do that, but at least put that inside. Put that inside. That, that's gonna have to be inside. But, but, but like what they gotta understand, and you know, I still talk to all these coaches I know, and I know Pratt talked to all the ones on the women's side, I talked to the ones on the men's side. This transfer portal thing is ridiculous. You got sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred kids in the transfer portal. So as a high school kid, unless you high major and you real good, it's gonna be real tough for you to sign on that dotted line. Like that's that's not happening. Tough. Like, indeed, we've had this conversation. Like, that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. Think, think about this. Like, I had a I had a real long conversation with a Division One JUCO coach about my nephew who got pissed at us because he graduated. Like, he's done. Why is he staying there? I could set him up to move him on to finish, to, fi to one, get start working to finish his bachelor's degree, he still has three years of eligibility left. So now he could go finish his bachelor's, get his bachelor's, and, start his, master's. Master's. and his master's, exactly. And God forbid if he gets hurt, he may then in turn work, end up with a sixth year. Because there's a young lady who just won a national championship, Stanford, Gave her her sixth year. Yeah, shoot. Um, the kid from Iowa got a six year. The shooter, Iowa, six years. Well, Kentucky gave their whole state. Oh, yeah, they yeah. whole state. Well, oh, you know, my yeah. daughter. You know, I was at Kentucky State, so my daughter's still friends with girls down. And when they first said it, because they were the first ones to call me and my wife and tell us about, it, I was like, "Are y'all serious?" They was like, "Yeah." Said so if they decide they want to come back, they can play another year of high school ball. Like I'm telling you, this is aimed at destroying New York City basketball. I'm telling you, five, ten years from now, we're going to look back. Hopefully, if things are still together, we can look back and say, man, listen, that was the start of it. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've had my, my feelings about the PSAL and how they do things for years. I'll keep them to myself because of the position that I sit in right now. Lord. But, you know, what, what's going to happen is, and again, I said this to D a couple of weeks ago, kids who are seniors in high school right now that are graduating, if they have opportunities to do a prep, if they can fall into a prep situation where the prep school has, has the opportunity for them, where they can help them financially or whatever the case may be. If they can do that, if the kid is a borderline kid, and I don't care if it's male or female, if, if he or she is a borderline scholarship level kid, then I'm saying 
if there is a press situation and that's the way you need to go. Because every coach I've spoken to has been like, like Dee said, the kid has to be a stud. The kid has to be a real stud. Not to mention, they got high school kids that are opting for this G League thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what I'm saying. And I, I listen. I listen to what um, my guy, Kwame Brown, has been saying. Have y'all been listening to what he's been saying? Yo, I, they woke up a beast, man. And what he explained, just his take on why the NBA created the G League. Now, it's a great opportunity for get, kids to get paid. But I also think a lot of them can get stuck down there for years. Okay. And by the time they get up to the NBA, they kind of pass their prom. Well, the NBA's prom. And they get yeah. you there so you don't, you can't make that much money as these guys are making because it was getting ridiculous. And I'm telling you, the bottom line is the money. So you got to filter that all the way down to the Mecca. So let, some way we can shake that up. So let's 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 look at it this way, right? Prior to them doing this G League thing, and then them doing the you have to be 19 and one year out, all of that stuff. Let's think about this. How many times did the league get burned by taking these kids that were not ready? And again, I'm not I'm not saying who was ready or who was not ready. The G, I believe, this is my own personal opinion, I believe the G League was developed to avoid, like you said, it's the money, to avoid the league and the teams in the league getting hit, paying these dudes who were not ready to go. But whose fault is that? Like, and that, and that that's what I bought, that's what it boils down to for me. You fault the player? If the guy goes, yo, my Absolutely buddy not. who's playing baseball, He's going pro straight out. Why can't I do the same thing? Right. And I'm not. I would never blame them for that. Like I, I always said, if I was like, "Yo, kids should go to school. These kids should go to school." My argument, my statement has always been, "What was Kobe Bryant going to be? Regardless, Kobe Bryant was going to be an NBA pro, right? Right. So he had, he had the skill. He had the ability to do so." Why? Everybody who watched that, it was like, yeah, that kid's a pro. But with the advent of the internet and all this technology, a lot of dudes didn't do their job. A lot of these scouts and a lot of these dudes did not go out and do these do their jobs. They were looking at the views. They were like, oh, this kid got a million some views. He must be nice. No, no. How about this? Oh, so-and-so raised this kid a five-star. Hmm. He might be a five star, six, seven, six, eight, playing against other six, seven, six, eight, sixteen, and seventeen year olds. He's not going to be a five star playing against grown men. Nope. That's that. That's going to be a whole other podcast. That the ranking system. <laughs> the ranking system. We could go ahead. We could go deep, deep into that one. Yeah, that that's we crazy. Into that. But then you see the other thing. You saw two kids from where's in Atlanta skipping high school to join the overtime joint. Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You ain't hear about that? 
No, D. What? You ain't hear about the overtime joint. Hey, twins, overtime, overtime started a league that's taking high school kids, paying them like they said, what is it, 500 to a million. So two twins, five-star kids, they juniors in Atlanta, skipping high school to join that league. Kevin Ali is one of the coaches. Yeah. I think Kevin, if I'm not mistaken, I think Kevin Ali oversees or is the whole overseeing all of, their, all of the basketball operations part of that. Listen, slowly but surely, slowly but surely, somebody else going to slide up in that spot. You know, it's because I'm saying to myself, kids should have options, right? Kids should have options to do what they want, whether it's overtime, slam, whoever it is. You give a kid opportunity. Now, do you knock the kid? No. Yeah. And no. If you're a New York kid, you like, you know what? At these six games, I'm gone. No, but how about this? Let's take it and let's make it even simpler than that, right? Okay. These are Brooklyn kid. I'm I'm I, I literally Staten Island, Brooklyn, and Harlem is where I grew up at. So now if somebody came to me and said, Yo, Al, um, I'm guaranteeing you a half a million dollars a year for the next four years. You sign this deal, that money's in your pocket. Let me ask you a question. Y'all both very educated dudes. If I go to college for four years, graduate, walk across, please tell me where I'm walking into a job that is guaranteeing me 500 racks a year for four years. It's not happening. We're talking no, about no way, no way. We're talking about money and opportunities that are life-changing, life-affirming opportunities. How can you get mad at these people? You you really can't. It's crazy. You really can't. This you is know? crazy. Now, and listen, all this is, <laughs> I think, when we get now to the end of the year, like you guys said, and guys have to make choices whether to go to AAU or to play in the Dykeman tournament, right? Or Gersh compared to Benton in a high school game. Yeah, but you see what it is. They're going to say, like, nobody's at my high school game. Gersh is packed. Dykeman is packed. I'm gone. But you see how smart Dykeman and Gershaw, they make sure it don't not conflict with AAU. Yep. They make sure it don't. Now, they'll lose a couple just because of July, yep. the week long. But other than that, they're going to make sure they get the best ones to show up at the best time. Uh, I, I, I really think, don't think they thought this through at all. Um, and I'm always thinking that things, don't, things happen for a reason. And I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna stand by it. I think this is the beginning of the destruction of New York City basketball. Look, uh, Will Jackson hit me up, and he was saying how the placements of the players—I mean, of the teams—and where they have to go and who they're playing is absolutely bonkers. You got you got Brooklyn Collegiate not in the same bracket with 
Jefferson or none of them. They got no. Bedford Academy, Zanaker. That's why I said Lincoln is playing Brady. <laughs> this is not the 80s, fam, when I was in school. <laughs> and we both were in the same division. <laughs> got East New York family in there with Jefferson. Yes. And Grady's going to be done with their going to be done in a week with their games. I'm looking at their schedule right now. They play Lincoln, Scholars Academy, then they play Erasmus, then they play John Dewey, then they play Telecommunications, and then Frank Marchiero Roller Educational Complex, whatever school that is. And they're done. And how much weekends is that, too? Yes. They kind of spread it out. One week here, another week there, another week. They kind of spread out five weeks. Uh, no, actually three, because it's from the 5th, June 5th to the 20th is the last game for Grady. Two and a half, three weeks. Kids I don't graduating. See what about the seniors? The people who think the world's going They stuck. Well, I, I don't think, I don't think, if they're going this far, I, I, I would think that they would have to allow those kids, those seniors who were seniors this year, to participate. Like, for those who wanted to participate, like, if, if a school is going to go, because here's the other thing. There are going to be schools that aren't going. There are going to be schools that say, yeah, nah, thank you, but no thank you. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, they, they, they looked at it. They just said they was giving the kids something to do. Right. But. Right. And and the, the crazy part about it is, like you said, there's no there's nobody who really thought about this. There, there's nobody who really thought about it. You could not have thought this through. Listen, rest in peace, Donald Douglas. But Rich Costin told me the person everybody should be pointing their finger at or trying to talk to is Danny Harris. He's in charge. <laughs> so anybody who knows Danny Harris, hit him up and let him know that you got to do better by these kids, man. But well, here's the thing, though. to have the chances that we had. They're not going to have the opportunities that we have. And I think this is purposely done to drive this city to a new narrative. So, my, D, and maybe you would know this, maybe you would know this, D. So, are they allowing uses of the, of this, of this, of the school buildings? Like, have they allowed yeah. the buildings to be opened up? Yeah. So, you yeah. can get in the buildings? You can get in the buildings. Then this you makes got, absolutely teams, no sense. You got teams working out in their buildings. The buildings are back open. So then, then this proposed situation makes absolutely no sense. It makes no sense. Now, I'm telling you, if you think about anything that they have said since this whole thing started, everything they're saying is an oxymoron. I'll give you an example. Now, I'm going to pro basketball. Now... We in the game. I'm playing. I'm facing up against my opponent. 
I'm body checking him. We breathing in each other's face, fouling, playing defense, scoring against each other, rebounding, boxing out. But when I come out to get my rest, I got to put a mask on. <laughs> Think about this shit. It's, a, it's an oxymoron. Yeah. And it filters down to how the kids are being treated in New York City. It don't make any sense. How do you say we want to keep the kids safe by having to play outside? No spectators. But we playing outside. Well, how you gonna stop that? Yeah, I heard they said no spectators. How you gonna stop people from coming to the park? Yeah, that that's that's gonna be the thing. That that's that's gonna be the thing. How you gonna you stop people from coming to the park? I'm telling you. I'm, and look, brothers, when you're a thinking person, when you're just a thinking person, and you're not a person who just like to get told what to think, and you think, and you rationally, like, hold on. That doesn't make any sense. I'm the dude with the, with the bottle. I'm used to going to the park and cussing. Do you think I'm worried about these? <laughs> no. No, I mean, you know, I know, I know from being associated with the CHSAA, I know what they just did. It wasn't the best situation, but in terms of how they did it and what they did, I have to commend them. You yes. know what I mean, they took and they put the girl, the girls, were, like you said, the girls were at Island Garden, the boys that played, they were up at Stepanak and that's just what it was and they went through their games and those games were played um, another thing that they did was they, they invested in the streaming platform all the schools got on on a streaming platform and they were able to you know for the parents the student body faculty everybody could go in and watch those games and um, you know College coaches, if they wanted to go on, if they got the links, they could go in and watch games as well. Um, you know, again, man, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shoot no bullets at certain people only because of again, you know, the position that I sit in, and, and I'm not here to um, to pass judgment. I'll just say this: I would hope or wish that over the course of the next couple of days that somebody has a rethink, uh, rethinks this process and comes up with a better alternative. You know what I mean? I, I really do. I, I, as I said earlier, I believe that if you pick, you know, pick certain buildings in certain areas of certain boroughs, you could pull it off as to where it's a safe environment. The teams could go in. They could play. It's a more controlled environment. They're trying to control a New York City park in, in May and June. And the weather has been beautiful. The city is opening back up. Like, what you going to do? You're going to walk in the park, tell kids, they go, I'm not getting off the court. So now you, you've opened up to different confrontations. You're, 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 you know, you're possibly what you think could be a, po a positive situation to very easily and very quickly turn into a negative situation. 
and, the, and listen, the, the parks, and you, that was a, uh, definitely some great insight, man. But the parks they got the kids playing on are so far out. It's so, they try to make it to where these, they pick the park that's so far out that the kids, it's like, you know, take Well, they got Jeff playing that. They got Jeff playing that Gersh. They got Jeff playing that Gersh. <laughs> when I saw the thing, it said Jeff. The first game was supposed to be Jeff South Shore and Gersh. How the hell you keeping <laughs> Linden houses, all those projects, all those people out of Gersh? <laughs> Soon they find out that Gersh is popping again. <laughs> they gonna hear the whistle and come out. Beer, smoking the air. <laughs> you know how it's going down the elements, baby. Well, now they gonna do it. Guess they figure if they put it early, they put it early, nobody gonna come. That's what they think. No, <laughs> no, that doesn't make any difference. Once people know they don't gotta pay, what? I don't get paid that ten dollars at Jefferson or five dollars, whatever it is. Not right there. It's gonna be. I don't and know. South Shore, two of the biggest teams in Brooklyn, playing that Gersh. Yeah, but there's a rumor set I seen on Smoke Twitter on his Instagram. He says South Shore is not playing. I agree. He said he's not playing. But for six games, is it worth it? Nope. Is six games worth it? Because like even if you start breaking down, if you start breaking like down, weekend thing. Yeah. and if you start breaking down team by team and see what kid plays AAU. It's going to be hard if they're going to tell a kid we're going to Boo Williams this weekend or we going here to play. It's going to be a no-brainer where they going. It's going to be a no-brainer. You got kids who don't play AAU, so you got kids that still want to play. But you're going to lose some of your kids because they play AAU. Yeah, there's no... First, I, I'll be honest with you. When, that, when they first made the announcement about playing games outside, I was like, that's that's absolute insanity. Like, high school games outside to me is just absolute insanity. Like, it makes it, it's, you know, and, and again, like, I get it. I would like to think, and this is just me, I would like to think that it's coming from a, a, a sincere place. Hey, you want to give our kids an opportunity to, to play and, and do this? But, like, you, you're... The outside thing, I don't see it working. I, I just don't. I don't. And I'm going to commend the, the, the Catholic Schools League for doing such an excellent job at keeping the kids playing, keeping the parents happy, and keeping everything just normal. You know, things got to change, but they did their best. Have the kids play, have the streaming service. Those are the things that you say, you know what? We're going to check our boxes and dot our I's, cross our T's, make sure that we're covered in a way to where everybody can be comfortable. I mean, and Dee can attest to this as, as school administrators and, and, and dealing with this, and nobody's exempt from it. I mean, this last 14 months, has been something that nobody could possibly ever have been prepared for, like on any level. I don't care 
man, woman, child, adult, like you, it, it, it's tough. It, it's really tough. And, and you're still, and, and we're still trying to do things to bring a level of normalcy back to these kids and give them the experiences that they would, you know, prior to the pandemic that they would have had. So, you know, as I said before, I, I just, I hope that with the, the opening and things being loosened and, and everything kind of trying to get back to some level of normal, I just hope from the bottom of my heart that somebody sits down and says, hey, we need to rethink this. We need to relook, we need to look at this again and see if we could do this differently and see if we could do this better. You know? They were doing it. Rich Cossett, you had Ron DeClario out there fighting. They would put together the senior game and said, listen, towards the end of the year, for three days, the 26th, the 27th, and the 28th, right? Let's schedule something for the seniors, right? It says, why not have the PSL events on the 24th, 25th, or the 29th and the 30th? Because I heard that the Catholic school is doing something as well and providing something for the seniors. It's the NCAA live period. College coach can come out. So it's like right. a team that's got to be sanctioned through the, um, through the league. So if they do it that time, it's smart for them. The, the Catholic schools got their sanction. Team camp. So they might as well yeah. do the same thing. They should just let the teams play. But if they want to do a senior game, that should work. Because like, yes. two years ago, they had the CHSA camp thing at Malloy, and teams was playing. And the college coaches was coming. You know, that that's the again, you know, having been a part and being a part of the of the Catholic school thing, like they, you know, for years they've done a great job of just trying to get get kids as many opportunities as they possibly could, you know, through the senior through senior showcases, just different things that they've tried to do. Um and they they continue it. So I mean I don't understand how you can have one of the largest amateur athletic unions in the world and not be able to figure this out. I, I, I just, I don't get it. I think they want to do away with public school basketball, public school, you know, even if you look at the Mr. Basketballs, uh, the state championships, if you just examine that, you know, it's like the PSL is the stepchild of the state. Now I I I I've been watching. I mean, reading uh, and been studying those the list of winners. And if you check it out, I always ask people go check it out and see. It, it's, it's very amazing. You'll see it and be like, wow, they really constructed this thing very well. And, and I'm just saying that I'm a PSL guy, so I may be a little bit biased, but I also have respect for, for the Catholic school league. I understand all the great things they've done for the city to keep this city going on the basketball side. And they're still doing it. We just need a lot of help on the PSL side. They got to sit down and talk it on out and get get some different faces up in there. Yeah. Well, I, I know after Donald Douglas passed away, hopefully we can have somebody uh, be an advocate for a public school uh, you know, going forward. Uh, Danny Harris, got a lot of questions to answer, brother. So, Somebody got to figure out. 
Well, well I'm going to catch up with you guys. My All right, next man. I appreciate you guys from dropping by. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Salute. All right. I'm coaching, well. man. Appreciate you. All right. All right. All right. Yep. Listen, we have to do something to save our city's game. Basketball has been very important for a lot of kids in New York City. They say it's only a game if this game changes lives. Danny Harris, wake up, man. Let's try to find a better solution so next year kids aren't in the same situation. All right? I want to give a shout-out to Coach D. Will. Appreciate you. And my guy, Coach Al Pratt. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for joining us. This is Basketball Heads Live, and I'm your host, Glenn Poole Harding. And give a big shout-out to Sean Williams, my brother and former teammate at Lincoln. Old school sports. It's what they do, baby. Delaware's finest. Peace. That's right. We are the official home for New York City basketball. Holler.